us. Okay, oh, it. hello, my beautiful, beautiful, ooh, delicious, powerful listeners. I mean that every single time I say it, because oh, I, can, I can feel your frequency out there. Today, I'm with Terry Lynn Grady. You guys are in for such a treat. Terry and I met through um, the first guest on this podcast, the incredible Leslie Fuller. Um, and Terry and Leslie go back a number of years. And so, Leslie and I met at the top of 2023, got in, did the podcast. She was in her daughter's closet. I was in the back of the car. It was magic. It was such a great start to the show. Real life here. Um, and, and then she introduced me to Terry and Terry was like, yeah, this is great. You know, with your business organizing and whatever, Mia, uh, but I'm leaving the country to go traveling. I'll catch up with you later. And I was like, okay, could you? Because that sounds awesome. <laughs> And what, what Terry has done at, at the beautiful young age of 60, and, you know, you've heard me say this before, I like to mention the age, you guys, because it's always your time. There's no limit. There's no bottom of the hourglass except for your last day on earth where, like, I feel it in my heart so hard, where you can't do what you've come here to do. It's always time, okay? So I just like to recognize that not in an ageist way, but just in that that safety and abundant way versus a scarcity and panicky way. And so Terry has like gone through so many things as a continued experience in life will cause and is now really in a thriving, beautiful even more expanding place in her life and so she's calling in from the UK today Mm -hmm. as she has been traveling all year house sitting through different places and really giving space and time for her soul to blow free and in that has created something that she resisted (laughs) that is now coming to life nearly a year to the date later Mm -hmm. Um, something that she really resisted that happened very organically and it's a book okay like oh it's no great <laughs> it's a <laughs> book <laughs> we see this right the the resistance to it and then the continued response from the world that it's mm-hmm. not about you you need to do this for others which Terry was just telling me about while we were hanging out in the preamble while you guys were all waiting with bated breath for us to show up so <laughs> welcome to the show, Terry. Thank you, Mia, for having me. And thank you to your, your people, your women. Um, I have a real affinity. I already, because, because you are who you are and, and how we've connected. Um, it's just a symbiotic. It, it had to happen. It had to happen. It had to happen. It had to happen. Absolutely. And we're going to take it all the way. So, I mean, where do you want to start? We've been having such a good time hanging out. I, you know, we can, oh, oh what does Terry do, you guys? What does Terry do? Right, right. right. Well, she's, she's traveling the world. What does she do? Um, so, yeah, we'll start with that. Let's so, there. Yes, I, is- am, I am a health and fitness uh, habit change coach for women over 50. Uh, and, the, the, you know, I have, I've had clients all ages, but my focus mm-hmm. is over 50 because so many of the women um, have not ever lifted weights, been afraid of weights. You know, they got the, the notion in the head that if I pick up a weight, I'm going to look like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Mm-hmm. And, um, 
you know, that's just because that's the era we grew up in and we did cardio. Um, and, and so I, yeah, spandex, right. (laughs) And it's not, um, it is not something I, I'm in my previous life. I taught special ed for 20 years. Mm -hmm. I did not, I did not walk into this. Um, so as we getting ready to come on, I was explaining, um, from my first uh, horrible, terrible marriage, I didn't get much child support. And so I started doing uh, secret shopping jobs. And one of them was to go to a gym and find out if they were talking smack about another gym. And I would get paid a whopping $25 for that. I thought, oh, it's an hour, I'll do it. Well, it ended up being four hours because this kid would not take no for an answer, right? Now, most of my adult life, I had been around 200 pounds. And um, at this time, I had dropped down to 155. And um, I was wearing a size 10. And I was very happy with it. Um, I started running in college, but then, you know, kids and all of that gained it back. And so we go back to the office. And he, he, you know, sits down at the desk. He's and trying I'm trying to sign you up for a membership. Is that where right. he's taking me? Right. Yeah. Okay. Right. And, uh, and he said, well, something brought you in here. What brought you in here? You know, and I'm like, I can't tell you it's secret shopping. <laughs> you know, what, what brought you in here? And I said, oh, I, I guess, you know, thinking of a way to lose the last, the last 10 pounds, how many right. of us, did, right. The last 10 pounds. Yeah. So he said, well, how long have you been trying to lose these last 10 pounds? I said, oh, about 10 years. So he puts his hands on the desk. He leans mm-hmm. over to me and mm-hmm. he says, how stubborn of a woman are you? Well, I'm an Aries. So pretty stubborn. (laughs) What an angel from above come down to you guys. I'm crying. I got to just got to jump in here for a second, stretch it out a little bit. No, go ahead. What's happening here, Terry's out there living her life. And there's pieces falling into place and skills that are being sharpened, but they haven't quite found their, um, their landing spot yet. And, and so here she is, you know, just trying to make ends meet doing this hilarious. Oh my God. Like that could be a book in of itself, the secret life of secret shopping. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Like, And this young-ish man, presumably, grabs you by your Aries horns. And I mean, I've known you for a year digitally, and I know how strong of a spirit you are. Like, I can feel it. That's why I freaking love you so hard. Comes in and calls you out on something like this. And in the meantime, what's happening is the universe is like, dude, it's time. Yeah. It's time. So finish the story because it sounds like you answered. Oh, I did. I, I, and wait till you hear this. Uh, So, so I'm like, fine, I'll show you. I literally said, fine, I'll show you. I can't lose these last 10 pounds. Those were the words. So stubborn that you bought a gym membership to prove this kid wrong. Right. Not (laughs) only did I buy a gym membership, I bought a coach. So my $25 pay turned into a $700 expense. <laughs> and so you have to, right? Here I am mm-hmm. trying to make ends meet and I go do this $700 for a trainer. And David, 
you know, uh, David was the most amazing trainer. I, again, you're talking about things falling into place. I was put with him yep. because he loved the, 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 why I call them wiser, wiser clients, because they're in it. They're in it to win it. They're not, you know, they're not, they're going to do it. They are going to do this. Mm-hmm. And at the time I had started my, dating my, the, well, what ended up being my second husband and he'd always lifted. So in four months, when, when we got into our first meeting, right, I was 155 pounds, 32% body fat, because all I had ever done was run. So I was mm-hmm. running away my muscle mm-hmm. and I wasn't picking up anything. Mm-hmm. 32%, which is considered obese. That's the line for obese. Okay. And I was crushed. I was crushed. Um, and so I, I went all in, man. I went, I went all in. And in four months, uh, which was my time with David, I lost 10 pounds. Mm-hmm. I lost the 10 pounds, <laughs> but more importantly, I had gone from 32% body fat to 22% body fat, which mm-hmm. is huge. And so within that next year, people, total strangers would come up to me and say, Hey, do you compete? I'm like, what, oh, what, I, I don't what? even know what you, exactly. What are you talking yeah. about? And they yeah. said, you know, bodybuilding. And I would laugh in their face because, yeah. you know, yeah. the mind takes forever. And so after a year hearing this, um, I thought, I'll find out about it. And I, and I mentioned it to a friend. Well, I didn't know this friend happened to be security for the guy who puts on shows in Kansas City. 24 mm-hmm. hours later, I'm picking up my phone. Fred Roulette's calling me. And he says, hey, I hear you want to do a show. And I take the phone. I'm like, what? From who? <laughs> yeah. So, so Fred, Fred says, Hey, come on in, let's talk. Wow. And, uh, and then, uh, then in there, I did two years of bodybuilding, natural bodybuilding. Mm-hmm. And I got my pro card. I did one pro show. I walked off the stage and I said, that's it. I quit time for me to teach other women how to love their bodies and love themselves. Mm-hmm. And I started studying mm-hmm. for a personal training. Mm-hmm. Got my personal training, went, got to the gym, quit teaching in 2011, opened up a gym. And so here I am, uh, two years ago, I went online. Mm-hmm. And so I trained my clients online. There's an app for that. I have an app, yeah. my own app. Oh, sweet. Well done. Yeah. That's wow. fun. Um, and so I uh, got, I got divorced from the second husband last year. Cause he turned out to be not so much fun. And I said, I got to get out of here. Yeah. And, um, a, a dual friend of Leslie and me, Denise said, sent me an article and there was a woman who sold all of her stuff right. in Canada and became a nomad. And one of the ways she did that was on trusted house sitters and nomader.com where mm-hmm. you stay in people's homes and you take mm-hmm. care of their pets while they holiday. And yeah. so that's what you're doing. That's what I'm doing. And, and I'm seeing and my business, clients and wherever you my are, business. yeah, internet connection. Yeah. And away you go. So you, what was it like? Oh, there's so much. <laughs> no, so much. So much. Okay. Let me just throw some stuff down. Um, go ahead. Fitness and mindset and how the mind, body, and then spirit connection come together. Because throughout the rest of this conversation, we're going to see how much, I'm going to say like faster you have grown as the light being that you are, right? As the pure essence of life that came to be when you formed in your mother's womb. Like that 
this a lot of this language coming out of me right now to remind us of the purity of where we come from and how we collect all this stickiness and then we spend our lives kind of pulling it away yeah terrifying again right. so yeah we'll, we'll let that you know it's a big concept so that and how in going into working out which is really like, you know, we might know it as somatics, as body work, as whatever. But when you are bringing together in, I'm looking for the word for it. it it's um, when the three circles overlap. It's oh, Chinese word. that and, Venn diagram type of it, thing. Yeah, and that yeah. center. Yeah. And that center. So when you bring mind, body and spirit together, how you tap into a supernatural power to let yourself be more expressed in its wholeness in the world, right? And how fitness pushed, because certainly if that dear sweet angel hadn't met you on that day, would you have left that husband? Would you have, you know, been to where you are now, how all these things connect? So right. uh, in, in fitness and in bodybuilding audience, don't be intimidated be empowered to recognize the importance of the harmony in our three parts, in our trinity. And then in, you know, growing a business, the shifts that you made and how you supported yourself, not financially, but as a CEO in taking a brick and mortar business, because um, I don't know if we touched this yet, but you ran a gym for five years, right? Um, you know, wrapping up a brick and mortar, which sometimes can be like a child can be very, very emotionally attached, and then going online to end up in this place and now living like, look at her, you guys look at Terry, this is what drew me into her from the second she crossed my radar on the internet. We're not even in person. We're across a country, a planet, right? Yeah. <laughs> you just got it going on because of this expression. And now you're doing things you would have never thought you would have done like the book. So right sort of like the different areas and you know the the probably a place to go here is some shifts that you've noticed in yourself from the mind body spirit soul connection and in other women that have come that you have helped in their healing journey that's you know the case studies and the examples of why it's important and why your passion has to do with this unifying of I like the word Trinity. I'm pretty stuck on it right now. Yeah. No, I like that. Yeah. And I apologize to the, to your people because my light in here and now it started raining. Um, oh, good. It's raining here too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It just started. It was, it was supposed to, and I couldn't find yeah. the light in the, can't find go. the light in the house. So in this, we'll go darker room. here too. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but, um, okay. So one of the, <clears throat> One of the things uh, that when people say, you know, you narrow down your niche, you want to get an inch wide, a mile deep, because, you know, there are millions of trainers and coaches, but you got to find the one for you. And so over the course of the 10, 10, 12 years, I was coaching, uh, 99% were women. And I'll have to, I'll have to put pen to paper. But for the longest time, I jokingly said, I need you to sign this piece of paper that says you won't hold me liable 
um, if your if your relationship, your partnership, your marriage, whatever breaks up. Mm -hmm. um, because, <laughs> right? Um, I've seen it. I, I, and I can, just as I knew that one moment when Leslie said, tell me about that. Mm -hmm. I can tell within days of working with somebody whether their relationship is going to continue or not. One of the first things I ask my ladies is, Tell me about your relationships and, mm -hmm. you know, all, tell me about your support system because mm -hmm. you're going to need a support system. And I, I listen intently to that. Mm -hmm. um, I've had a lot of women leave their relationships because they've raised their vibrational yeah. levels. Yeah. They've raised yeah. their own, you know, when, when people asked me about bodybuilding and I'd laugh because my mind was still stuck in this place of where this woman was mm -hmm. and what got her to that point. And so when I work and I train with women, I, I not only see their, their bodies change, but their mind changes. I've had women leave jobs mm -hmm. because um, what I say is once you see something, you can't unsee it. Or if you do, you shrivel up and, and nobody wants to live there. So um, I, I get to see I get to see women's lives change dramatically. I I I live for the texts where um one one woman said, My my husband and I were going out. I didn't feel like going out because I was feeling frumpy and I was mm. feeling fat. And and I went into my closet and I I just grabbed a shirt and and I wasn't real happy about it because the last time I wore it. You know, it just didn't fit right. And and I, I'm going to turn here for Lucy. Lucy's right there. Um, she, she's my steady. Um, and she texts me and she said, but you know what, Terry? I put it on and I buttoned up and there wasn't a gape. You know, there wasn't this gaping hole, you know, and I knew exactly what she meant. And, mm -hmm. and to a, a person who doesn't know what that is, you don't know how freeing that accomplishment is to feel good in the blouse that you put on because the last time you wore it, you felt horrible and you had to pin it together. You know, yeah. that's what very I Very tangible result of effort. Yes. And the, you know, what's important is if you're an online entrepreneur, we hear mindset, mindset, all about the mindset, but the mind is just the engine. The body is the container. And whatever the mind's spinning, it's pushing it through the body. And in self-development, um, which I compare to fitness all the time because of exactly where we're going here, um, you don't necessarily, like you can get the result outside how your world's changing, but you tend to kind of look the same, be the same. And people who have been around you can have a bit of a harder time letting go of who you were, even though you <clears throat> have let go and have moved on. And when we connect that to the body, I, I would say it's not so much about the body image, but about the, the deep appreciation of the result. Yeah. Of the result of the effort and of the deepening appreciation of who you are. And then all the benefits that come with that. So like mindset work, let's see, would be, you know, more clients, more money, more joy like this. 
when you combine that with the body too, more fitness, more clothing options, more like vitality in order to drive these other pieces. Yeah. I call a a big one that uh, I love to see women get is is what I call food freedom. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, what I say is, you know, in my previous life, um, Mm -hmm. the minute I would wake up is what's for dinner? What do I have to fix for lunch? Food is always on the mind. And then, then there's the, I did, I did fine until I ate whatever. I mean, if you were to add up the number of minutes, right. That you, that we have spent thinking about food mm-hmm. and then when you have food freedom mm-hmm. and know what that really is, it is, it's amazing how much time you get back in your life. Yeah. And the energy that you've expunged. Yes. To not even worry about that because it's right. a, a leak in the system. Yes. Yes. That's a good one. Another, another thing I, I uh, read the other day, which I really like is, um, the, the woman that brought you to this point Mm -hmm. was strong and courageous and caring. And she did what she had to do to get you to this point. But you know what? You're now here. You've now crossed the line and it's okay to say goodbye to her. She brought you here so that you could continue to become what it is you are to become. So honor her and cherish her, give her a hug and tell her goodbye. Because you're letting more of yourself out as you go. Yeah. yeah. Right. And you yeah. have to make space for that. And yes, it can be, uh, it, there's like almost a grieving to it. Right? Oh, without a doubt, there's a grieving because you think, you know, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know who I'm becoming. I've mm-hmm. never walked this path. I don't know how to do it. Cause I've never been here before. God is, I just want to sit in that. I'm covered in goosebumps. I don't know who I'm becoming. Cause walking into the unknown is so beautiful and a little scary. Yeah. But this is where you layer in these other things to support you, right? right? Right. Where these real transformations in these women come from and how that woman felt when that blouse fit differently. She had indisputable evidence of change. Yeah. Indisputable. And not just um, a physical change because she recognized the meaning, the the symbolism of what that shirt now means to what it did yes right like when you see if I can take us a little deeper like when you leave a relationship um romantic or otherwise and all of a sudden you you look and you're like how did I live in that with that for that time it seems so you know different to time like I was a young party girl and I was lost trying to find my way for a lot of years. And now I look back and I'm like, I, I can't imagine, you know, like the lessons that I learned from that. But now looking back, it's like, I will never, I know beyond a doubt, beyond a worry, beyond an anything, I will never, never be. It's so over. It is like an amputation. It is very final. Yeah. 
And we're not taught that, you know, like we talk about that with, you know, partnerships, relationships, marriages, but friendships, you Mm -hmm. know, we think that just because, and I mean, I've, I've had to do that recently. I mean, part of the reason I'm here and to go through this healing is there were, there were people that I, I was just blown away that I'm like, I I've grown up with you and you actually literally think this way. I can't be a part of that. And yeah, it's, it's like, um, I, I say it's like an, an addict, um, you have to walk away from them um, because you can't be around it. Now I'm not calling my, you know, my previous friends, I'm talking, oh, the, you know, where they are in life and their, and their belief system is so against everything we ever that I, and it, it, it horrified me. And I became very numb. I, because I just couldn't, I couldn't live with that knowledge anymore. And I just had to cut myself off. Because um, once you saw it, you couldn't unsee it. Exactly. And with that comes that fork in the road. Yes. Either going this way or that way. As you mentioned, we either keep going the way we were, even though we now know this, or we step into that unknown, willing and open, curious to see where it's going to take us. Yeah. You know, and that even takes, through the fear. Even because through the fear. Yeah. The fear, I'd rather have the fear than. Mm-hmm living with the, I mean, to think of me still with my, with my first husband, right. it, it literally makes me sit. I mean, I, I got to, I, I got to the point where I said, if I'm not out, I'm dead. And right. I would be, I would have been. Right. The pain of the status quo versus yeah. the pain, yes. of the change. Yes. That's exactly it. Yeah. And, and people are them. so afraid, afraid they'll stay with the status quo and it kills them. Yeah. Yeah. And this is, you know, again, when we <clears throat> find different tools, like you were saying, different trainers for different things. And yes. even as, as you grow, the people around you can evolve and change, including coaches that, you know, were appropriate for certain stages, like <laughs> the kid example, you know, diapers until you're potty trained, yes. like walkers until you're walking, until you're right. old and doing it all right. over again. <laughs> right, right. That's my job to keep us from that. <laughs> Different size clothes based on your age, right? right. I'm not, not fitting into five-year-old clothes anymore. Right. And it's so, it's so interesting to me as I become more aware and as I expand the insights that really start to click open um, in seeing things in new ways and how Mm. so much of what we're talking about is very familiar. It's just another layer of it. Yes. Right. It's not yeah. like we're um there was this great TV show um with that cute guy from my secret identity uh way back. My oh, I'll have to post it in the notes, but okay. Um, yeah, well, we're a little bit different in age, but it was just such a cute young hunk on TV when I was like a tween or whatever. Anyway, so from my secret identity, this kid went into um, a show called Sliders, which was about parallel universes. Okay. <laughs> okay. Right. right. And so, like, each universe would be like wild and crazy, and you know, science fiction or adventure or whatever. And 
it's fun to watch because it plays with alternative reality. Yes. Okay. But we have power to play in alternative reality here on earth to play with the supernatural and the alternative reality is, um, you know, more joy, more love, more self-expression of ourselves. So while that is unknown, it's also so incredibly known if you can create space. So here's a good segue then for you to take us in to you leaving America and starting this nomadic life and, you know, to share the bits that are suitable and book promo (laughs) (laughs) for how this journey has created, you know, a deeper level of your reality. Well, first I'm going to go back to when I was 18, I actually came to Europe, um, with a group called people to people. And I stayed with families in Austria, Germany, and Greece. And we went through Italy and I fell in love with Europe. So there is that background. Um, It's not my first international. I have been to Mexico 15 years. My mother and I did a a Madrid trip in 2019. And it was absolutely the most fascinating, fun, I mean, we still talk about it to this day. It was, mm-hmm. and and just mm-hmm. the prep for it, you know, yeah. we go on Pinterest and we go, oh, this is in Madrid. Right. I mean, yeah. kids. Stimulating, right? It's so, oh, so yeah. right. And, and it, it lights up parts of you that oh, you live inside somewhere that don't get a chance to come out very often. Exactly. Exactly. So I um, <clears throat> was, it was, uh, it was ending the, the second marriage. Um, and it just, yeah, yeah, it it was, people say, you don't know what people are going to do until they're put into a situation. Right. Mm -hmm. So very hurtful, very hurtful things, very hurtful. And I, I, there was just so much going, I was leaving friends. I was getting out of this, you know, I, I just wanted to be alone. Mm -hmm. Um, to, to heal. And so Denise showed, you know, sent me this article and I, you can go on these sites and you can look at everything for free, Mm -hmm. but if you want to talk to a family, you have to sign up. Mm -hmm. So I signed up, I signed up for one. And within four days I had two interviews, one for a, a, a farm, a farm to table in Texas and one for the sitting in Norway. Mm. This is six days. I've been on this site and I reached out to two people. Mm-hmm. I had uh, Zoom interviews. It was the beginning of May. We had to be out of the house uh, end of June, beginning of May. Cause I'm like, I don't know where I'm going. I'm not signing, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. May I had, I had two months, two months and uh, no, May, June, July. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I interviewed Texas offered me the position that was August and that was three weeks there in Texas in August. Don't, don't do it. Did you do it? That's 107 degrees. Yeah. I, had, I had chickens and ducks and guinea hens and rabbits and dogs and cats and, and fruit trees and, 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 and heat. And and I, yeah. And, and it was, I mean, and everything's was, bigger in Texas. It was, I'm telling you, but I had a great time. It was Austin. It was Lake Travis. 
Um, and so that was on a Friday. I had that interview and she'd offered me the position on Sunday. Mother's Day was mm. my interview with a couple in Norway. And it was three months because he's Australian. She's Norwegian. They were going back to Australia. Mm. Um, and so at the end of the 45 minute Zoom, they offered me the position. Mm -hmm. Not even on the site for a week. So I'm mm. a I'm a believer in when things happen, mm -hmm. they happen for a reason. And, and when they happen, you know, my family's healthy. I went, okay. So they gave me three days because I didn't, and they said, they said, this is a, this is a big, we know, can you give us a, 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 a your decision by Wednesday? And I said, yes, I'll, I will. So mm -hmm. I started talking to my friends and um, I would start the conversation with, well, I had my interview for the family in Norway and they offered it to me and they said, you're going to have a blast. I said, I haven't said yes. And he said, yeah, you will. Mm -hmm. I, I talked to at least 15 people. Mm -hmm. Not one of them shook my shoulders and said, are you crazy? Mm -hmm. You know, Nor yeah. Norway in winter time. Right. And they, yeah. And they said, you're going to have, you're going to be wonderful. You're going to have a blast. And, and so I took that and I, I wrote him, I said, yeah, I'll do it. Mm -hmm. And um, I got there and then I signed up with the other one to start because uh, I had I had Norway when it's I left. I had time. Norway uh, December, January, February, and I had Romania in June, July and part of August. So mm -hmm. I had to fill the in between. Mm -hmm. And so I did. I joined the other site and I started filling in the in between. Got all these mm -hmm. sits in England, um, mm -hmm. went to Romania. That's that's a whole nother story um, and came back. But in January, I had um, a, a dear friend that I taught with. She said, you know, how, how, how did you get to Norway? I mean, you're a trainer, you're a coach, yeah. you yeah. know, you're, how, how did this happen? And unbeknownst to me, I started telling my story um, and went back to when I was 18. But what happened um, uh, to lead credence to why I was in this horrible marriage, when I was 12, my grandfather um, sexually molested me. Yeah. And so yeah. uh, one of the things your subconscious does, right, is it fights for you. And so he had made a, he'd made a statement to me um, and it was about boys and I didn't, I was 12. I was a tomboy. The last thing I wanted to do was be attracted to attractive to boys. Mm -hmm. So my subconscious started me eating and I started eating and I ate and I ate. And when I graduated high school, I was about 180 pounds. And I just had this, this view of who I was to to men and I hiding so, your body, hiding yourself, hiding yes, your, your yeah. light in your body to avoid further being taken advantage of and yep. abuse. Yeah. Covering. Yeah. Yep. Covering. Yeah. And so I did that when I went to college, I started running. My mother uh, was jogging and I lost, I lost the weight in college. I lived with two wonderful women um, that helped me. One was studying to be a nutritionist and she, you know, she helped. Um, but then uh, when I got out of college, I met my first husband who happened to be just a horrible mm -hmm. narcissist. And I put the weight on and I had kids and it just got horrible. And um, I got out of that. And then went into um, the the gym, yada yada. And oh, so awesome. I started um, dictating the story. Where else? But on Facebook, yeah. and and thousands oh, of people, world watching. Right? Yeah. Right. So I never knew what I was going to say. I would wake up every day in Norway for about two weeks, and I would sit mm -hmm. with a phone 
It was the sun was coming out there. It was beautiful sunrises. The colors were gorgeous. I was at the fjord of Oslo, so there was water. And um, I would dictate a, a chapter of this mm -hmm. not book that I'm not going to write. Yeah. And every day people would say, you're going to write a book. No, I'm not writing a book. And then a friend copied all the all the words and sent them to me. And she said, you're writing a book. And so because because of the because of the responses that I got in private message yeah. after every single day um, of what they were saying, what my my story was to them, and they would tell me their story. And I remember from eighth grade on, people would tell me their stories and they'd tell me these stories and they'd say, I've never told that to anybody. And I have heard that my whole life, mm -hmm. my whole life people would tell me things that they've never told anybody because they're, they were ashamed of it. And so I figured that, well, I guess that's what I'm supposed to do. So I'm wrapping that up and getting that together to get published in January. The, the most incredible out of everything, I mean, you, first of all, have experienced the suffering and come through this incredibly purified fully expressed self this is opportunity that's available to everybody if we're willing to take that fork in the road and go right. into that unknown right not knowing not trusting but knowing that staying the same just is absolutely not an option not an option and even though, you know, it's not like it's always going to be rosy and wonderful <laughs> on the way right here, but right. this is, this is the iceberg under the surface that yeah. we, you know, we don't think about when we see like Terry's outside world now that we forget and that we're holding. And what's really, really significant in this is the impact that Terry is required and responsible for making in other people's lives. Oh. And, you know, why God, spirit, whoever you believe chose you is because you had that exact perfect composition as that little zygote in the womb. Your mom sounds pretty badass too, by the way. Yeah, she <laughs> she's awesome. She does Reiki and she's awesome. But you formed in order to help serve others with what your life experience has been. And this is the, the nextest, the utmostest levels of the realities that we can create if we get out of our own way, because it's not about you. You resisted right. this book up until, you know, whenever said friend sent it to you, you're still kind of resisting it, right? Yeah. But now you're already, I can see it, the emotions port, you're already leaning into that it's not about you. You're the the passageway, the gateway for it to come through. Because now you know how many people it's going to serve, that it's already served. And it's such an incredible testament to <clears throat> um living in true purpose mm -hmm. versus like ego and self. And we can confuse the two but what you did is you got quiet yeah. and you just let it go 
And like Frozen 2 is just running so hard. <laughs> like more way up. Hey, more, right? Like stop it. The yes. river. <laughs> You're Elsa. Yes. Yes. By the way. Right. But creating, opening that space to let it out means that you really detached from yourself. Yeah. In a way. Yeah. Det- this is detach from yourself to become yourself, right? So a tagline like to use is overcome yourself to become yourself. Detach from yourself to become yourself. You gave that space. And now do you guys see what's happening? And do you see how Terry is going to absolutely reap rewards from this as she should? This is the receivership piece, right? I'm just trying to get more light. I'm going to, I'm going to be yeah, really stand up for a second. Do it. There. Ah, okay. When you can own your pain and your right. journey as a critical piece of the puzzle, as a critical link in the chain for the greater good, you absolutely can be rewarded for that financially, and whatever, in whatever every, ways. Everybody has this. I, like I said, I could Literally. not believe, I, I, I could not believe the messages that I would get daily. They you can't stop now. Yeah. The dam is broken and you yeah. can't stop. It's not up to you anymore. And there's a beauty in that that removes this pressure and this focus because now it's about the work and it's about the the things that need to be said because people are desperate on the brink of their fork in the road, waiting yeah. for you, Terry, waiting for you, Angela, Pat, Leslie, Jane, everybody, Mia, right. to show up. And to give that because we're not here to do anything by ourselves. We're here to do it as a collective, as a whole, as a, as an entire like life source that is codependent in a healthy way. I say that we are, if we all were to, (laughs) this is too, a little too, uh, spacely sprockets. So, you know, the cogs in a wheel. Yes. And, yes. and what happens is, hi, this is Lucy. Um, <laughs> what happens is the, 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 the ones that have broken cogs yeah. get us caught up and then we get stuck yes. in that and we can't turn and, and exactly what you just said. So finding those one, those cogs in our lives that help us turn. And then we create this symbiotic relation, uh, uh, energy, you know, because no man is an island. Um, and just because somebody else is doing something or they're successful or does not take away from yours, it should, it should raise you to reach yours. Um, you know, we're not competing. There's no, there's, this isn't a competition. We're all going to end up in the same place. That's right. In the ground, people. She's talking about death. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. So why not? Why not support each other? You know, reach back to the ones that are. You know, if I could save a woman from one, one single one, one woman from one. ever being in a relationship with a man that I, if I could save one, you've done it. Yeah. Just like that personal trainer brought you to your fate that day in yeah. the gym. In that yeah. He, he saved his one. He saved his one. 
he saved his one. At 12, I knew that I wanted to teach special needs kids. I never wavered from that. But but when you talk about those things lining up, you know, I I started working out in the gym January 2007. Mm -hmm. I had been at this district for 10 years. Mm -hmm. Um, And I had, you know, I, I was special ed director. I was doing the teaching. I was doing this. I was meeting this. I was, and I was asking for help. And in March of that year, they called me in. The, the, there was a high school principal, and this was a K-12 school, very small district, K-12 school, called me in and the superintendent. And the superintendent and I were, were friends. We'd been, I mean, we played jokes on each other. You know, I'd play a joke on him. I'd come in, my chairs would be up on my, and he tells me on this Friday afternoon, um, yeah, we're going to put so-and-so in your place and t- put you back down in the teaching full-time. Um, which would cut my pay, which I couldn't afford, right? And mm-hmm. when you have 16 years of experience, mm-hmm. uh, schools in Missouri only have to give you your five years of experience. Mm-hmm. I mean, no, but that was a gut punch. I right. gut punch. And um, one of the directors in the other district, I, I was talking to them at one of our meetings. And anyway, they were going to build a platform or a new program. And she thought I'd be perfect for it. And I did end up moving to the other to the other school district. They gave me all my years. You know, I was I did not lose any money. It was but, pretty awful in the middle. Right, right. Mm-hmm. So there was that 2007. We're we're putting you back in. Things are lining up. It was horrible. Mm-hmm. I go to this other school district that I didn't, you know, want to go. It was and and in five, I was getting into my fifth year and something happened with a set of parents that was absolutely illegal. And mm-hmm. I ended up, sit, I, I wrote a, a, an I quit letter and I, I deleted it all and I put I quit, you know, and that was it. And mm-hmm. they, they all lined up for me to go do this. Yes. And I can see that it's now. Long game. It's a long game. We don't know what's game. happening when we're in it. Right? Horrid. Like, it is a yeah. And so I've told, you know, I've told women, I've said every no you get is a yes in a right direction. It may not be a yes right away, but you know your no's. Be mm-hmm. thankful for the no's. Because <clears throat> they're steering you away to from and towards something else. But yeah. it's hard to see when you're in it, which oh, is when why you're in the thick to, of it. You know, have to connect to the whole timeline, to the whole piece of what life is and you get so stuck with the blinders of just immediately what's right in front of you bingo and it's like you're you're present yes you're present in what's happening in front of you but you're not forgetful of what is available because you know when we look back at what we've overcome that is the evidence and that is the indicator hindsight's 2020 for a reason yeah and so being present means you know paying consideration to that future hindsight and bringing it to you now to trust. Yeah. Cause I had only lifted for four months and you know, there was no, there was nothing about. Yeah. Yeah. Again. And so the woman that asked me, um, you know, what, what got you there? What got you? She was one of the teachers that I worked with down in, in that district. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just amazing. It is. I mean, you look back and both those, the, those, Without those, I wouldn't be here. Without that pain, I wouldn't be here. Serving, sharing, empowering, transforming others as a result of your life experience because you're letting yourself be the messenger. Yeah. Letting it flow through you, right? 
Yeah. I mean, you guys, that is such a huge takeaway of, again, remember to detaching from yourself a little bit so that you're not, it's, it's not up to you. We're not Atlas holding up the world, right? Yeah. We're all cogs in that wheel. Yes. Yeah. That connectedness is, is the most freeing, freeing thing. And we have to get quiet with ourselves to create that space to let it come through. Absolutely. Okay. There's one last burning question. Yeah. Um, I'm really curious about what it was like to purge your 40 ish years of belongings and go gallivanting around. Like, how does it feel one to go through that? Um, because I love purging and I, you know, decluttering creates space and it's just, it's so freeing in in more levels than I can even find human words for so that part of it and now also like do you still have a home right what's that like right talk about leaning into the unknown (laughs) no yeah so when I kind of came around I did I had a house uh and I got rid of the house in in uh, I I totally lost it so moved from a house to an apartment. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that helped. I mean, I was married to my second husband. Mm-hmm. And um, then we moved from an apartment to a house and actually rented out two rooms as an Airbnb. And then COVID hit. And, mm-hmm. you know, we didn't, I mean, there, there, we didn't have a, there was not need for a lot of furniture. Right. So my father passed uh, 10 years ago. And I took his sofa and love seat. And then I, I bought this wonderful leather chair that it's oversized that I just, I, I could, you know, yeah, oh my God. Yes. Right. So, um, and then when, when we moved from the apartment, well, so when we started before we moved from the apartment, um, we actually didn't sleep together. So I had my own room. He had his own room. You know, we'd become roommates. So as this was happening, through through COVID, I started purging stuff that I'm like, I don't, I don't need this. I don't need this memory. I don't need this. And I started purging then. Mm-hmm. And then when this came up, um, uh, Facebook Marketplace yeah. sold sold a ton of that. Yeah. Um, the pieces of furniture that I kept, I kept the big leather chair, and my friend Denise has it in her house. Yeah. I have these um leopard chairs with a with a a footstool that I absolutely loved. I got from Pier One and they're over at my mom's. Um, didn't have need for a bed. I do not have a home. Mm-hmm. Um, when I, uh, I I kept some kitchen things. I kept, so when I, what I tell people is what I miss most other than family, right? And friends is my plates, my plants and my shells. And mm-hmm. by plates, I mean my 25, 35, 45 pound plates <laughs> weights my plants um, my, my plants my 30 something odd plants that my daughter has wow. and my seashells and okay. so what and so my clothes the couple of items that I kept mm-hmm. I, they're at my mom's mm-hmm. when I when we moved out June 30th I began what happened so this is another thing real quick when I took the job in Texas in in mm-hmm. August and mm-hmm. I took the Norwegian job. So this is May. Mm-hmm. The minute I took those jobs, my phone started blowing up with, hey, can you dog sit so-and-so on this week? Can you dog sit? Can you dog sit? Can you dog sit? 
And I'm like, yeah. So -hmm. between June 30th and November 12th, when I left, there were 43 days that I was not dog sitting or house sitting. And when I'm not, I stay with my mom. And my aunt and uncle were going downhill. So I got to help her through that. We'd get up and walk. We'd have coffee. You know, she, she, we'd work out, you know, so I got 43 days with my mom who's absolutely incredible. And so when I, when I land back in the States at the end of this month, I go directly to a dog sit. (laughs) And um, so that's what I do. I, I, um, people said, so the word nomad is a is a, a fancy word for homeless. And I'm like, yeah, homeless with a purpose. <laughs> well, the world is your home, right? The world we've, is we've my home. We've always been nomadic. And- right. Yeah. Yeah. When I came at 18, I said, I'll be back. I have got to explore. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you have removed a lot of logistics that can cause resistance or excuses to not doing it. And you guys, she is okay. Like, look at her. She is okay. We don't know where the lighting is in this house. With this I know, I know. Dark, but it doesn't mean anything. She's not actually in the dark. <laughs> right. In fact, real quick, I'm going to unplug. I'm going to take you to the conservatory and you can see. So I'm going to do this, um, which I should have done a long time ago. Yeah. Hang on, it might get a little dark, but I'm going to take you to the conservatory where I spend most of my days. And we call it See, look at that. She's a oh, real person. Hi. <laughs> yeah. oh, hi. Why were you sitting in here, Terry? I know. I, I didn't. I, when it came up so fast. So yeah, this is the sunroom. Wow. Yeah. She's she's an artist. Get this. She is an artist and she takes people on trips around the world and they paint. She is currently right. in Africa. Right. Yeah. And this is the new reality realm that you are living in now that you are vibrating in and yes leading by example in as evidence as proof in the pudding of what is possible yeah yeah i've so i mean these it's it is i i believe i'm a huge energy person yes and that you you pull in you you bring into your life what yeah and that's why i say you 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 have to purge the low vibrational energy. Um, you have to, if you if you want to be happy, if you want to do what you want in life, if you want to become who you're supposed to become, if you want to change and grow as a human being, you have got to purge the low vibrations. Um, it's that simple. Full stop. That's it. And there's lots of people out here who want to help, like Terry, like myself, like others. Yeah. All right, I'm going to share her with you all. This was just absolutely phenomenal. It Terry, was. I wish I would have been in here the whole time. Dang wow, it. Wow, well, whatever. Hindsight's 2020. Yeah, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. It was like right there the whole time. But it's yeah. all good. <laughs> I didn't have time. I was like, oh, God, I got to get connected. Yeah. We're super casual. Super. You guys get in her space. Find or find somebody that lights you up this way. I am obsessed with Terry. I'm going to hang on to her forever. And I'm so honored to have shared this time and to have had this incredibly robust and large conversation with you. And I know that it's serving so many that um, have heard or will hear. So don't be a stranger. Like we are very 
extremely real people. We poop, yeah. we fart, we get food stuck yeah. in our teeth. Yeah. <laughs> Come yeah, on yeah. over. <laughs> Talk to us, baby. Yeah. Talk to us. Yeah. We're in it for everybody together yeah. all the time. Gorgeous. All right. Thank you. I, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to your people. Yeah. Look me up, you know, ask me questions. Um, you know, be real. I'll be real. It's, you know, that's all we have time for. That's all we have time for to be real. Yeah.